Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness, and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Rising Femme. Uh, I couldn't be happier to be here with you recording this ep. I can hardly believe that we have hit March. How wild is that, right? Like I've just started to have some conversations with some of my coaching clients around, you know, this final sort of four-week sprint. Uh, we typically work in 90-day intervals in terms of strategic direction, what they're selling, what they're marketing. And it's always a really good point with about four weeks to go to just like reevaluate, you know, some of the data in terms of is what we've been doing, has it been working? Um, Of course, we're doing this along the way, but I think, you know, particularly with this like four week, um, this four week period now until the end of the 90 days, it's just a great opportunity to just anchor back into, okay, yep, I'm moving forward with the plan as is, um, or there's a few things that we want to tweak and experiment with and shift up. Um, Mainly because once you get to that 60-day point, if you have been consistent in taking action, then you tend to find that you'll have some pretty reliable data there, right? Like you'll have a a good idea as to whether your strategy is working, as to whether it is converting. Um, And that has nothing to do (laughs) with with this week's podcast episode. Oh, excuse me. I'm so hot. I just, um, I'm going to put on the fan in this room. Um, it's kind of that weird weather in Queensland at the moment where the evenings are that little bit balmy, but I don't quite need the aircon. It's just more of like a fan vibe. So hopefully that isn't too distracting in the background. Um, I'm sure you would rather have a comfortable and settled Monique than for me to be like sitting here sweating, sort of speaking this out with you. Um, weird segue, but it's kind of interesting that I'm talking about that given today's topic, which is all about constraints, like identifying what is constraining you within your business and kind of linked to this broader idea that I speak about with my clients so often of ensuring that we're solving the right problem in our businesses. Because so often we look at the surface level and we can become quite reactive and worried and freak out and jump in and take all of this action when really there is this root cause issue that is sitting underneath the surface. And the thing that we have literally gone to try and fix is just a symptom of that. Um, And sometimes that can make it even worse, right? And I'm going to speak to that a little bit more today and also share with you a couple of client stories of this of late um, and a process just to get you thinking through how you can start to identify this within your business. 
I think a really great place to start is for you to sit with the question of what do you believe it's going to take for you to double your business? Is it more leads, more hours, working harder, different skills? This belief may be the very thing that is actually holding you back from building that growth that you are craving. And today we're going to fully unpack exactly how, why that happens and how you can almost like self-coach your, yourself through this as well. So we're going to talk today about the constraints that are currently holding you back from hitting your goals in your business. Now these show up in all sorts of sneaky ways. And as I said, often we address them incorrectly. So some of the common things that I see either in myself, like I'm not an exception here by any means in myself or in my clients is prioritizing immediate profit. It's a really, really common one, right? Just focusing on the revenue generating activities. Now this is really important. Don't get me wrong. Of course it's important. We're in business to make money, right? If you're not in business to make money, it's technically a hobby. So Focusing on the revenue generating activities is really important when money is the constraint, which it typically is when you're first starting out, right? If I think back to my startup days, I needed to bring more money in. So I was prioritizing making money. I wasn't prioritizing building out systems. You know, I've shared this a number of times before I share it openly on my sales calls. I don't believe that It takes all of these foundational systems, beautiful websites, incredible copy, strategic plan in order to hit multi six figures. That was not my reality. Now, what it has taken for me to double my multi six figure revenue to now being in the mid to high multi six figures has been prioritizing those things though, right? So I do think it will stunt your growth without the right systems, without the right foundations. But if you're in the early stages and you're listening to this and you're saying, well, you know, yeah, I'm prioritizing immediate profit, then great. Like that's exactly where you need to be. When it becomes a problem is when you're solely focusing on that long-term. So when you're in a season of growth, when you're in a season of scale, when you're paying the bills and there isn't that money constraint there, prioritizing immediate money coming into your business and that being the sole focus is going to stunt your growth. So I can think about this with a client of mine who very recently we had a strategy that we were building out to move some of her one-on-one services into more leveraged programs. So she's sort of taken her signature framework and we'd built a funnel around it. She had created a webinar. It sold into a low to medium ticket offer. And this is more in the ideation stage we were in. Um, However, like All the strategy was kind of mapped out. She knew exactly what she needed to do, but she kept taking on -on one-on-one clients. They just kept coming in, right? Because there was so much inquiry within her business, but that was leaving her with no space to actually build out the things that she knew were going to scale her business, that were going to lead to that longer term growth. So sometimes, of course, we do need to take that step back and sacrifice some income 
normally just, you know, short term. Um, ideally, we're not, you know, sacrificing long term. It's more about like the short term gain, well, short term pain, right? For the long term gain. Um, but you need to do that, right? Because you're buying back your time effectively to put in something that's more sustainable, to build out a funnel, to run a masterclass, to record a program that you can then put on evergreen that then will create repeat sales, repeat revenue for your business. So that revenue will come back, but it's just going to take a bit of time, right? So that is one of the core three things I would say that I see is that people prioritize immediate profit. The second thing is kind of similar in that a lot of people seem to ignore non-monetary constraints. So they overlook things like time, skills, or mindset. Now, these things have huge effects on our ability to grow our business. Uh, Any of my clients will know this, right? We work so much on the energetics, on the mindset, on, you know, your overall strategy, feeling clarity, feeling confidence, looking at data. So, so much of our work together is around, you know, building that really strong identity, mindset, embodiment of you being the CEO within your business. However, I feel like that constraint doesn't get as much airtime. It's almost like the money seems to be the thing that we focus on. Um, Time, probably secondary, seems to be a thing. Um, But more so, it's around like, well, I just need more money coming in. I just need more leads coming in. When in my experience, particularly with my private coaching clients who are more in that multi-six building to seven-figure type business stage, it's rarely the case, right? Normally, they're their primary constraint is either mindset, so beliefs that are holding them back normally around what it takes to scale, what it takes to build their business, what they're capable of, or it is around the constraint of time so that they have a business that is structured around them that they can't check out of, that they have no time, no space to build out more leveraged opportunities. Now, you might be sitting there like, nodding your head, right? I say this with so much love for you to be able to almost self-identify in some of this stuff, right? For you to be able to lean in and think, oh yeah, actually Monique, like I feel like that probably is me at the moment. Like maybe my constraint is actually time, but I'm thinking that it's leads or I'm thinking that it's money or I'm thinking that it's marketing. The third thing that I see is that people tend to focus on the symptom and not the root cause. So they misdiagnose the constraint. Now, I saw this really recently with a client of mine who came to me saying that they didn't have enough time. It was the first thing that they opened with on the call, right? I just feel so scattered at the moment. I'm pulled everywhere. There's not enough time in the day. I'm behind on all of these things. They were so caught up in client delivery that their marketing was suffering. So that was the like, basis of the problem that they came to me with. And then as I started to work to coach them through it, they then circled to the idea of wanting to start a TikTok account. Huh? (laughs) The root cause was a time constraint, which required them to step back, to potentially look at outsourcing, at buying back more time, at automating systems. If you can't outsource it, you should definitely be looking at automating it. And yet they were focusing in on the marketing issue. See how that's the secondary problem, right? It's the byproduct of 
the time issue of not having enough time to invest in your marketing, of not having enough time to be visible because you're so caught up in all of your client delivery that you're working so much in your business that you're not able to do any work on your business. That to me, like that's a structural issue then, right? Have to make sure that we're solving the right problem. So I want you to ask yourself, what are your current constraints? Because you can see how that conversation with my client could have ended so differently if I joined her in her thinking and we spent that session mapping out her transition to TikTok. And we so easily could have done that, right? Like this is the beauty of long-term coaching as well, let me tell you, because I've been working with this client now for over 18 months. I know her very, very well. I know her patterns. I know she has a tendency to add more on, to want to do more when she's feeling a little bit out of control, when she's feeling a bit overwhelmed. It's almost like, well, I'll add more because that will make me feel more in control. And I think because we have that relationship, I can see those patterns from a mile away, right? Like I'm hearing it as time very, very easily up front, yet she's thinking marketing. And so I was able to obviously reflect that back from her. And so instead of us spending that session mapping out her new TikTok strategy, which would have added more to her plate, which she then would have felt like a failure at because there was no way that she had the capacity to be able to deliver on that. Like the marketing on her other channels wasn't even getting done at this point in time, which were really established channels, which she has been visible on for a long time. She has cemented strategies in. It's almost like there's a bit of rinse and repeat going. She's got hero content strategy happening. So we had them so beautifully streamlined and yet they weren't even getting the level of content out that she had set in terms of her goals. So there's no way in hell that TikTok was going to be happening. So instead of us mapping out that strategy and me running with her on that, we were able to correctly diagnose the problem being time. And then we spent the session instead looking at ways that we could buy back her time. So a component of that was automation. And a component of that was having a discussion about what areas in her business make most sense for her to outsource next. And also looking at her established supports within her business. She had a VA working for her. She had somebody producing her podcast. She had an OBM. So she was well supported within her business. So rather than bringing on anybody new, it made more sense for us to be looking at, well, what's the skills within her current team and what kind of things could we be bumping up their hours to get more support in? And then we looked to the data in terms of, well, how is this going to affect my profit margins? You know, what does that look like? How much of a cut am I happy to take over the next, you know, month or two whilst we adjust to? that new structure within the business whilst I buy back that time, knowing and trusting myself that I can utilize that time for higher return on investment activities within my business. I'm kind of speaking as her now, which is sort of weird, Um, but you get what I mean, right? So we took that step back, solved the real issue and removed the constraint. It enabled her to gain back five hours of time a week through a combination of, as I said, automation and then increasing the hours of two of her contractors. 
Now that might not sound a lot to you. Five hours a week, you're like, an hour a day, like, is that going to make that big a difference? If we zoom out, that's 260 hours a year. Now that's roughly 33 extra days you're gaining back to work on your business, grow it and develop it. That's a bit over a month. I don't know about you, but I could do with a 13 month year. That sounds hella sweet. Pretty sweet to me, right? Um, So I think like, again, seeing it as the bigger picture, seeing it as, okay, this is actually what I need to do to take to the next level. You know, I often speak about the idea, you slow down to speed up. You zoom out to be able to zoom in. We have to slow things down. Good strategy, good decision-making in business requires accurate diagnosis. Then the aligned action comes. So when you are thinking about your current constraints within your business, there's a few different things that could be in play here. I want you to think them through, through these lenses. So if you are in the startup days, if you're doing the grind, if money is feeling tight, as I said, it's likely to be the moolah. Keep focusing on making money. Prioritize that. That makes sense. Once you have a bit of demand, often then it will become time. And that's when you need to look at automation, ideally in the earlier stages, because you probably still don't have a huge amount of profit margin, depending on how you've structured, set up your business. If you do, happy days, let's look at outsourcing, delegate those things that are outside of your genius zone. Because once you have that demand, it does become time. Then there will be seasons in your business where it will be more skill-based. You'll have constraints around not knowing how to execute certain things, not knowing how to create a blog, not knowing how to launch your podcast, not knowing how to build out a funnel. And that's where working with a coach, working with someone who is a few steps ahead of you can be really, really supportive and helpful. Then you have mindset constraints. Now, personally, I think that These are rarely not present and that's why I'm such a big believer in long-term coaching and working with someone who understands you, is inside your psychology, is able to call you out on your patterns. I can't tell you how many times I get messages from clients every single week where I almost feel like I've sent back like a bit of a tough message. And of course, like if you've been listening to Rising Femme for a while, you know my style. Like I'm very loving, but I'm quite direct, right? Like I'm not afraid to call these kind of things out because I want my clients to step into their power. I know their potential. I'm like, there is no way in hell I'm standing alongside you and robbing the world of your genius. No way. I'm not letting your little sneaky saboteurs get in the way of this. We've got a bigger mission here, girl. Let's get to work. And they pay me for that, right? They pay me to call them out on their shit. They pay me to take them out of those patterns when they don't realize that they've gone into autopilot, when they don't realize that their conditioning is running the show, right? I think about even recently, I know one of my biggest constraints has been around what it takes to scale, you know? I've seen that creeping in a little bit into my business. And so what have I done? I've gone and I am going to be working with a killer mindset coach because even as somebody who is psychologically trained, who works as a therapist, has worked as a therapist for a really long time, I still need someone outside of my jar too, right? So I want somebody who can support me with that. I can see that 
I'm the constraint in my business at the moment. It's not time. It's not skill. Know how to do all the stuff. Support other people to do the stuff. So what's left? Little old me over here holding myself back, right? And that might also feel, um, yeah, that might feel resonant for you too. So just fully witnessing, seeing you in that and sending you so much love. Yeah. Now, some of these, of course, like they don't feel so sexy, right? It feels more sexy to add a cool marketing funnel or to start a TikTok or to launch your podcast than it does for you to map out the current tasks within your business, where you're spending the majority of your time, trace that over a two-week period, and then come back to your coach and figure out what are the areas that are best for you to outsource. Like, ain't so sexy, right? (laughs) But often those are the things that are actually going to move the needle forward for you. So I hope that that's helpful in terms of your current season of your business. Thinking about these constraints is something that you want to be doing really, really regularly, should be part of like a weekly self-coaching, journaling practice. I'd be adding it into your current prompts um, if you don't have a question like this in there already. And yeah, hope that it's been supportive. Wishing you the most wonderful week. I've currently got two spots available for private coaching. That's I'm recording this episode on the 27th of Feb. Um, those are to commence in March. If you are interested, please reach out to me. You can DM me on Instagram at Carding underscore. I have no doubt that these places will go really, really quick because it's sort of looking like at this stage that this could be Oh, it feels a bit edgy to even say this, but it could be the last time that I open my private coaching even for the first half of this year. Um, Yeah, reach out to me. Let's have a chat. Let's have a curiosity call. Chat out where you're at within the business, what you're wanting to work towards and see if it's a fit. I'd absolutely love the opportunity to riff that out with you. And if you want to head to the show notes, I'll pop a link in there as well just for you to, um, to book that call if that's something that you want to do right now and you want to skip the, the DM chat. No problems at all. Have the most amazing day. Much, much love to you. And I'll see you again next week for another episode of Rising Femme. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it. And why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniqueharding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love and I'll see you next week.